You're listening to WNHHLP, 103.5 FM New Haven, streaming live at www.newhavenindependent.org and broadcasting live from our offices on Elm Street. This is another episode of Artbeat with Daniel Fitzmorris. Good afternoon and welcome to Artbeat. Thanks for throwing us in, Lucy. I'm Daniel Fitzmorris from Creative Arts Workshop and today... We are talking about something very different for the show, very different for New Haven, um, very different because it's brand new and we're going to launch it right now, which is another thing we've never done on this show before. And it's called Wago. And that's capital W-A-G-O, or hopefully, as you'll end up using it, hashtag Wago. And it's a new art and food-driven marketing project for the neighborhood bound by Whitney Audubon Grove and Orange right here in New Haven, right around the corner from the studios. And I personally love saying the word Wago, and so we'll try to say it as often as we can, and I hope that I'll hear it a lot more in the coming weeks, years ahead. Um, And there's a lot to learn about this new brand identity both as it relates to our arts and culture ecosystem, which includes an increasing amount of edible art, I would say, and as it relates to artists, visual artists, musicians, designers, otherwise, who are looking to enhance uh, and reboost their own marketing skills for their own independent businesses. So hopefully we'll cover all of that and more. And we've got some experts on Wago, probably the only experts on Wago in the entire world, Um, which is Wynn Davis and Chris Ortwin from the um, Town Green District and Jackie Buster from WOW Creative Design Group. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great. Thanks Thanks for having us. Um, If you could just really quickly go introduce yourselves, why don't you start with Wynn and the Town Green land of things, and we'll just learn a little bit more about what you all do, um, your role with Wago, your official fancy titles, things of that sort. Well, thank you very much, Dan. Um, I'm Wynn Davis, the executive director at the Town Green Special Services District. We are the downtown business improvement district here in New Haven. And uh, I've been with Town Green for about 16 years. And uh, this is the second big branding effort that we are uh, really launching through the Town Green District uh, in the last five years. So this is a very exciting day for me here at Town Green. And uh, I owe everything to... um, the uh, the Wago creator and uh, mastermind uh, in our office, Chris Ortwine, uh, our economic prosperity manager at the Town Green District. Great. Hey, Wynn, thank you. We like that. Um, anyway, so I guess the, um, the big question that's on everyone's mind listening is, what is a Wago? And, uh, and Dan, you pointed it out because it's actually several things. Uh, the first is that it's an area that's bound by Whitney, um, Audubon, Grove, and Orange. But the second thing is it's really a campaign on the part of Town Green to create a sense of place. And in this place, we want people to grab lunch, uh, get a cup of coffee, uh, shop locally, and also take an art class. Great. So this is something that's in your camp, Chris, because what else are you doing with Town Green? What else does, you know, under your role, under your Under my role? Well, really, I'm economic prosperity. Okay. So I look at um, the retail environment of the downtown, specifically the 27 blocks that are in the Town Green district. 
And what I feel is I have my finger on the pulse of what's happening in our retail community. So um, everything is looking for attracting, incubating, and growing retail businesses to fill our first floor storefronts. Right. And that's such a fancy title you have. And I know Jackie has a fancy title, too, that I that we talked about before the show. So you want to introduce yourself and your yes. fancy title? My fancy title, I am Jackie Buster, and I am the CEO of Ideation for Wild Creative Design Group, located right here in New Haven, Connecticut. So I'm <laughs> CEO of Ideation. How do you like that? It's way better. Give than you any ideas? It's, it does. It gives me some ideas. And so, um, anyhow, thanks, Chris, for that sort of definition of what Awego is, to some extent, mm. or maybe what Awego isn't. Um, but there's more to the story and you were mentioning this, you know, when you were looking at those blocks, W A G O, you know, what did you see? What did you not see? What were you finding? How did we get here? Great. Well, um, the Audubon area is really one of four districts that we consider downtown. Uh, three of those districts, Audubon, the ninth square and the chapel, area is within the purview of the town green uh, area. But we also look at Broadway for our numbers for downtown. So as um, an economic prosperity person, I do a retail snapshot every Mm -hmm. quarter. So I look at what's our vacancy rate, what's our occupancy rate. And uh, for a while, Audubon seemed to have a high level of vacancies. So I undertook a market analysis to really understand, you know, what's going on in that district, what type of businesses could complement what's currently there. So in looking what's there, uh, one of the things that I discovered was while we all know there's a great arts organization culture up there, I found that it's mostly dominated by places to go to lunch. And then another cluster that I found was the whole Asian market where, you know, we have Asian restaurants, uh, grocery stores, even an art gallery. Um, And the biggest thing that I had to work with was the fact that Audubon had this really great uh, branding of the Audubon Arts District Mm -hmm. that has been cultivated for, you know, 40 plus years now. But it really didn't give an identity to the business community. So it was kind of looking at this whole thing of how do you really position it so that we could get more businesses to come here, create greater awareness of what's going on in that district. So hopefully we can attract more people and, you know, optimally, you know, bring in a better revenue stream for the businesses and organizations up there. Yeah, definitely. And I've been thinking about this. I mean, and I didn't know all of the names in particular, so I did my research or we could have called out on the pal to do our research. I mean, it the district, I mean, Audubon Street itself is is the most bizarre shaped <laughs> street in New Haven. Are there any other streets that have a have a windy curve in it quite like that? Hey, it know. is the perfect traffic calming street. <laughs> yeah. And, and and this was this was something and I'm I'm going to quote Duo Dickinson because he'd wrote this great article that I refer to a lot about the Audubon Arts District which he described as a piece of civic magic <laughs> because it took so long to develop. It was through many different mayoral um standings. Um it was a whole bunch of different people um 
including people like Charles Brewer, who did the initial architectural plan. Not of not much of it, which was established. Um, certain things he wanted to do, like destroy the Lincoln Theater, never happened. Mm-hmm. But it was this very careful planning around keeping the existing buildings to some extent and building around those existing structures, like the temple, like the foundry building, um, which is very different than um, some of the like knockdown build-up mm-hmm. plans that were done around the same time in New Haven in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. So we were kind of keeping this place very intact and enticing institutions like Neighborhood Music School and Creative Arts Workshop to come to the district. And of course, the other pillar here is Newt Skank, who was just a huge advocate for the arts in our city and a huge advocate for the district as being a convening place for that. But it was, it is this sort of magical mixed use residential nonprofit businesses asian markets and who knows what in the future so i don't know there's this interesting legacy that chris you're sort of carrying through mm-hmm. um you know because there's a lot of activity in the 50s the 60s the 70s mm-hmm. the eight i mean every decade has seen a different type of movement and shaking in arts and culture in that area Great. And that's something that we really wanted to be sensitive to as we moved forward with the Wego campaign, uh, because it is a longstanding tradition, but yet it really doesn't identify a business community. And what we're really looking for are more businesses to uh, to locate there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is perfectly in line. I don't think anyone is is shuddering about that. And also, we love saying it. We Wego. 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 <laughs> So you do all the market research, and then what do you do in this type of situation? Because I could see artists doing the same thing, right? You know, here's who's buying my work. Here's what's going on with my business. Here's, like, I can tell I'm doing great at Open Studios. I'm not doing great on Etsy. You know, you do the analysis, and then Mm -hmm. you go to win, or you go where with this information you found out about lunch and organizations? Yeah. Well, what I really looked at was not only did I want to look at what new businesses we could bring in here, but what types of promotions and events could Mm -hmm. we do um, that would help us achieve our our end results? So as I was working on all this, it's like, how do you strategically position this little area of town, this wonderful little neighborhood? And, uh, you know, Doodling around on different things, I started working with the names of the streets, you know, uh, Whitney Audubon, uh, trying to bring more of an awareness to Grove and Orange, which is kind of all up in that area. So um, all of a sudden, Wago emerged. So and you're literally I just playing with words and letters. Playing, well, and... I was playing with letters and, you know, a W-A-G-O, there isn't a whole lot you could do with it. However, Wago was one of the last things. Um and in doing all that, I came up with Wego. And of course, Wynn and I are um, across from each other in our offices. So this talking loudly always goes back and forth. And it was like, Wynn, what do you think of this one? Wego. And we can do Wego for lunch. This way, uh, lunch is something everyone does. But the lunch hour really brings in places to eat, what people do that they could shop, that they could take an art class. And all of a sudden it became very clear by being targeted on doing a lunch promotion, Wego for lunch. Uh, We can really encompass everyone and everything that's happening up there. 
Right. And so yeah. Wager for Lunch is sort of the first idea you're going to kind of play with. It's our first social media campaign that we're launching. So as this was going on, um, I had already met Jackie working on a different project. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I, I said to him, what do we think about hiring WOW to help us with this branding? So that's what we did. And, you know, and Jackie, you did are. a great job. So yes. why don't you tell us your process of all of the information that I gave you and how your team distilled it into what we have now. Sure. So when my team, when we first met with Chris, we sat there and listened to Wago and we thought, gee, we've never heard anything quite like this. <laughs> Rhymes with Lego, but okay, we go, Wago, you go, whatever. But we, we started playing around with the whole concept of this is a place where people, you know, create art. This is a place also where people eat a lot and where we're trying to get more people to sort of frequent. So how do we sort of come up with a tagline or some an artistic rendering for Wago? So we brainstormed for several hours and all of a sudden it just became very obvious that Wago is a place to create with the create and the eat being merged into one. So when you see this visually, it's create. Mm-hmm. That's what people go there to do whether it's an idea, whether it's a product, whether it's an art piece, you know, whether you're going to eat, whether you're going to shop to eat, whatever it is, that's what happens in this, in this certain location. So we took Chris's idea of, Hey, these are four distinct streets that sort of merge into each other. And when you, when you do see the logo, you'll, you'll see that we're seeing those four streets converging as Wago. So you, so I don't know how common is it then for someone to come with, I mean, almost some of the project ready. Like we've got this idea. It's going to be Wago or we think it's going to be Wago. And now we don't know what to do. That's the way we work. So, you know, as a, as a creative branding agency, we are looking for people to come to us with an idea that we can take to another level. So it's always incredible when someone like Chris has the synthesis of, you know, something that we can sort of grow because then it just makes it better. You know, we, we, we take all of the great ideas and we, we merge them into one. And, and here we go. We've got a project like Wago. That's awesome. And then you'd come up with that tagline, a place to create. A place to create. Eight, with a, a, an unusual emphasis on eat. On eat in the middle of the creation. So the, the spinoff of all of this is that we had to come up with a campaign that we could launch to the greater community. And so we thought hey, let's do a spinoff of famous art pieces Mm -hmm. and kind of think about what it means to be an artist in general. Artists are usually hungry because they don't have a lot of funds because it takes a long time to get recognized. And sometimes they don't get recognized until after they're not here here with us anymore. The starving artist. So the starving artist, exactly. So the starving artist campaign came about with the, just the, the thought of, hey, we've got lots of places to eat here. If artists were to famous artists or or famous to be artists were to walk these streets or are walking these streets right now, they've got a lot to choose from. Lots of price ranges. You can buy ramen noodles in the market, or you can go eat fancy noodles in in, in a shop down the street or restaurant. So, starving artist campaign, and we're featuring famous iconic, you know, pieces of art. We start we start with the Mona Lisa. I mean, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. It right? doesn't get. What's the Mona Lisa one? <laughs> Mona Lisa is Mona Pizza, <sighs> and she's holding a pizza slice. It's very punny. It's very Wago. There you go. It's very Wago. And you can see exactly what we're talking about on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you go on to downtown NHV, 
our most recent post uh, at the Town Green District is the Mona Pizza. <laughs> That's right. There's a couple different pizza places in our district, so it's not bad. No, I love that. That's that's really awesome, and I think that makes so much sense because right. it's true. There's so many people who come streaming this direction, and they're grabbing lunch in the summertime, sitting out in the plaza, as was ever originally thought of, to, to eat and be together um, and then go back to class. I certainly know at the workshop, that's what happens constantly. Everybody leaves at 12 o'clock. They come back with bundles of plastic bags with amazing food in it. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to do more. And one can only wonder if Leonardo had been walking up and down Audubon Street, if he'd been been hungry enough to eat something or if Mona would have wanted a slice of pizza. I'm sure she would have. If pizza were pizza What are some of the other puns? (laughs) What are some of the other puns that you're working on or that you'd set up for, for the campaign? Another one we did was uh, Andy Warhol's soup can. So Mm -hmm. we've got a can of tomato soup and it says soup or lunch. Pretty straightforward. (laughs) Pretty straightforward. We know that he loves soup. It's been told that he had lots of soup cans in his his, uh, studio and that he loved uh, Coca-Cola and uh, Campbell's soup. And uh, we're hoping that the artists, you know, of course, if you're an artist, you know, you know, you, you know these that. icons. Yeah, you're you're going <laughs> to laugh at that. And you're going to know that, hey, you know, Campbell's Soup is very reasonably priced. And hey, I've been there, done that. You could buy Campbell's Soup at the market right down the road. There you I can go. Imagine, That's as right. As I'm concerned. One of the ones that I really loved was a um, Van Gogh self-portrait. Mm. So, you know, an original selfie there. And it was way go. <laughs> That's right. Wago Van Gogh. Right. So you yeah, could Van take Gogh. these words. You could take Wago and you can you could spin it all sorts. You of certainly ways. can. And I assume that's encouraged to sort of play around with the the idea and the hashtag or how you're all going to sort of you know all of these people. I like to talk about the the residents or part time residents in Wago, right? Where we have people who literally live in these places. That's at least right. In this particular district, um, but we also have a lot of students, faculty. You know, people who work at these businesses, people who own these businesses, who are essentially part-time residents of this of the four blocks you're talking about. So you can turn Wago into anything. Chris has a favorite. Yes. She says "Wanna Wago," you know, with that question mark, and that certainly gets people wondering what's a Wago, and that's that's our goal here is to get people talking, right? What's a Wago? What's a Wago? And then really there are so many other fun puns, you know, on mm-hmm. it or hashtags. Let's go Wago, uh, want a Wago, Wago for lunch we're doing, Wago to go. Right. You know, what's, we love the what's the Wago, you know, how I Wago, how we Wago. So we're really seeing it as a campaign that everyone can get involved in through social media. Yeah, awesome. And for people who don't, I mean, who can define a hashtag really eloquently for people? I, I'm not very good at defining it. But I mean, part of the idea is that this sort of catches fire with people and they can use it in a bunch right. of different ways. So, I mean, you could use a hashtag on a lot of social media channels now. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a wonderful way to uh, to really start building this community, this Wago community. Uh, one of the other things, uh, when we kind of presented this to the arts organizations, Neighborhood Music School had mentioned the fact that, well, you're dealing with a lot of visual art. Mm-hmm. So I had called Jackie and I said, hmm, what can we do in terms of music? So do you want to there we talk go. about that? So, uh, there we go. So one of our creative creatives uh ronnie actually came up with the idea of, of uh using louis armstrong mm-hmm. 
because as, as any musician knows, when you're practicing or you're trying to figure out a riff or you're trying to, you know, just get it together, they call it noodling around. So we were able to source a, an incredible photo of Louie with a giant plate of pasta oh, and the noodles perfect. just hanging off of the fork. And we tucked his, his uh, horn, you know, right in the crook of his arm. And it's, you know, noodling around. Noodling around in Wago. <laughs> That's right. That's so awesome. Well, exactly. and I suppose everybody could come up with their own iterations of what they do by Wago, too. Funny puns, silly things, different kinds of creative, edible things or non-edible related things. Because lunch is just your first idea, right? Are there more, like, after we do the Wago for lunch, where do we go with Wago? Or are you going to wait and see? Well, I think we're going to wait and see. Um Basically, though, we're starting out at, with a social media campaign. So how do we build our audience that way? So we do have the Starving Artists campaign. And then the other campaign is uh, what we're calling Hollywood Classics. And it's old black and white prints of, like, Batman and Robin with a hashtag, Let's Go Wego, or, you know, Marlon Brando from The Godfather. And, uh, you know, in a, this um, pose... And uh, and the hashtag is, where do I want to wago? <laughs> so just kind of That's like awesome. a fun playoff on that to get people involved again and uh, come up with, you know, where do they want to wago? Right. right. So what could people expect to see? So you'll see all of this on social media, but there might be some physical manifestations too. There will be. We are planning to... What's the, the logo is really interesting. I mean, I've seen it. It's this very colorful, punchy... Exactly. Exactly. We feel it reflects the, the uh, neighborhood and uh, you'll see you'll see the logo, the renderings of the logo and some of the windows, the storefronts along Audubon. And then we're planning to launch the Mona Lisa, you know, images this coming week. We'd like to be able to get those up so that people can begin to enjoy. Yeah, we are really fortunate to be able to work with um, university properties and they have um, a few vacancies on the Audubon uh, street. Mm -hmm. So they're allowing us to use their windows and that's where we're going to uh, be putting a number of these images so that we have a nice concentration that people can start seeing this uh, campaign unfold. And how we were looking at doing it was really uh, putting one new poster or one new image in a window a week. Each and week. So we have a, a six week. And then of course, Yesterday, we learned that there may be an opportunity on the side of your building. Oh, yeah. Creative you could take Arts over Workshop. the side of our building. So, uh, we would love Lego. to have that space. That's incredible real estate. Thanks. Well, yeah. we'll take it after the show. We'll make that happen. Right. So then what would what would really successful look like for a, a campaign like this from your and pulling your marketing geniuses out? So how would you know that Wego was a huge success and, and it's doing what you've thought it would do? And I suppose you might have different perspectives all three of you might have different perspectives on that and i'd also wonder you know how you could what tangibly people could do to make it successful i think a lot of people share that legacy of support for this these particular blocks and there's so much interest in them and um you know what could what could we do to help you make it successful yeah i think maybe when the mayor says uh where do we want to go today <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah i think when the when the climate is is it becomes when it gets to the point where people start talking and they say, well, where should we go? I want them to refer to it as if they would refer to Soho or Lodo or any of the other neighborhoods mm -hmm. that are the artsy neighborhoods that people, you know, can recognize with four letters. So I think when it becomes 
just a, a phrase that just rolls off of people's tongues very easily. When it easily. gets in our local dictionary. Exactly. Right. That's it. And I think in addition to that, um, it's really going to be successful for me when I log on to Instagram and I go to uh, downtown NHV and I go to the Wago uh, hashtag and, and there are tons of images of people eating lunch and sort of playing around and sort of noodling mm-hmm. themselves with the right. concept um, and, and really showing some, uh, some pride on social media about the area and uh, showing off, you know, what they had for lunch. Cause that's really kind of what we're, we're, we're aiming for in the beginning parts of this campaign. So population uh, and, and sort of the local community um, wanting to populate this hashtag um, with pictures of them in the area, I think would be a, a, a pretty big uh, mark of success for us. Mm-hmm. Well, so we can we can do it. We can hashtag Wago all over all mm-hmm. of our channels, whatever we're doing, and we could start and say it. And it's so Let's easy to say. It. I tell you, it's so easy to say. <laughs> um, can we go a little bit into sort of your individual worlds for a minute too? Because I think it's not. I don't think everybody really knows what the Town Green Special Services District does. It's such a fancy name. Um, they might know online as a thing. Um, and maybe you could just talk a little bit about what Town Green is, does, how this fits into the whole complicated portfolio of things that you all do every day. Great. Well, sure. Wayne, why don't you answer that, and then I'll move in and talk about Online, how that was that part of great. our brand. So the Town Green District is a special taxing district where the property owners within our geographic boundaries pay an additional mill rate of 1.99 mills currently, uh, that comes to fund district operations. And uh, on, a, on a very basic level, we're there to uh, make downtown New Haven an internationally competitive urban environment. And uh, very specifically, we're there to help property owners raise their, uh, their, their ownership values, which is, I think, a little bit different than just property values because there is value in owning property in downtown New Haven. And we want to make owning that property something that that has some cachet behind it. And uh, so the district, uh, on a daily basis, we have our downtown ambassador program. That's a town green district program and one of the first ones we ever launched. Um, We have our ambassadors uh, doing street and sidewalk maintenance every day. And we also have a hospitality and safety team Mm -hmm. in the same yellow and blue uniform going out there and really uh, checking out the district and making sure that... uh, People are, are finding their way. We give out tons of sets of directions. We, we greet thousands of people on a daily basis who are coming through our district. And uh, we, we provide extra eyes and ears for the New Haven Police Department. And uh, uh, we work very closely with all the city departments to advocate for changes that are, would, would make downtown uh, a better place. So it's, it is uh, very wide-ranging. And uh, we, we have departments that, that focus on the public space. So you might see some of those uh, eat-in-the-street parking terraces. Uh, 116 Crown has one in Meet & Co. Uh, Oaxaca Kitchen, uh, the Owl Shop, uh, Tikaway. These are some of the places that we've created for the public to be outside. And one of the really fun things about Wago is we're planning to do a lot more of that outdoor work mm-hmm. up in the the Whitney Audubon Grove, the Wago area, uh, in the coming <laughs> you year. You have to start saying it, when It's a great word. It's I, I love Wago. Um, and uh, I'll probably Wago for lunch because I haven't done that yet. <laughs> but, um, 
you know, Town Green, we, we work a lot in the public space. Um, we have a, a marketing responsibility for, for marketing downtown. So downtownnewhaven.com is one of the pieces of uh, online real estate that we run and own. And then we work with the city's marketing arm, uh, Market New Haven, to run a website called infonewhaven.com, which is a citywide, not just downtown-based uh, resource for dining, shopping, culture, and events here in downtown New Haven. So, or not in downtown, uh, citywide rather. So info is citywide, downtown New Haven mm-hmm. is just for our, our little downtown area. So Chris's um, position is the economic prosperity piece of what we try to do. And she explained a little earlier and I'll, I'll let her go into more detail. But, uh, but that's what's so fascinating. Everybody knows what Town Green does sort of in, in personal relation. I mean, you see the ambassadors all the time. Everyone knows about those great places to eat in the middle of the park, you know, ha- partly in the middle of the streets. But, you know, you sort of go under the radar to some extent in a great way. Well, you know, for the longest time, I've kind of referred to us at Town Green as the puppeteers. And, you know, puppeteers, they wear all black and they make things happen on stage, but they're not necessarily known to the audience. Um, we want our ambassadors to be very recognizable, uh, but the admin staff, you know, we, we're, we're fine in the background, just kind of making things <laughs> You're happen. You're fine on the radio, too. <laughs> so, Chris, then you intersect right. with this, like, with some of the event planning, things like this. Right. And, uh, and when is right, for a long time, Town Green was uh, that background, that force that was making things happen. Uh, five years ago, and my anniversary is coming up, I was hired to do economic prosperity. And the uh, initial charge was to open a um, a business office where people could come for one-stop shopping if they wanted to bring retail business to downtown. Uh, and it was something new that Town Green was taken on. And how did would we get the word out? about what was happening, that we now had this whole new department at Town Green if we were still behind the scenes. So we had to start getting out there a little more and let people know who we were and what we were doing besides, you know, our yellow jackets out on the street just so that people would know they could come here or go to our website to find out how to bring a new business to downtown. Uh, But one of the first initiatives that I took on was on nine, which was where we met. That's true. In your uh, former life. And I often (laughs) describe you as sort of like, and and you could go as far into your history as possible. You're sort of this, you have this rich history doing events like on nine and doing these kinds of neighborhood activation projects. Yeah. I brought about 17 years of experience with me when I came to, um, to New Haven. But I was working in small historic communities, and uh, New Haven was my first urban challenge. And when I looked at the vacancy rate in Ninth Square, it was like at 18%, you know, um, went up as high as 21%, yes. And it was, how are we going to bring new business here? Well, first of all, when I looked at the area, it was, how are we going to get people to walk on these streets? You know, because you need obviously foot traffic to drive, you know, businesses. Mm-hmm. There and other um, streets populated with art and business right, and yeah. residences. It's this interesting mix. Mm-hmm. So one thing I had learned uh, in my experience is if people will embrace an event, chances are they'll come back on a regular basis. And in doing an event, you know, it takes so much time and effort. So I had learned to start doing series of events. 
Uh, and, you know, again, bringing this to win and saying, what do you think about this concept of doing a first Friday type of event where we get people to walk around the Ninth Square community and get more familiar with it to help us really try and create that awareness? <coughs> so um, on nine was uh, started and we um, we have been running it now for five seasons and it's just a an evening out where people can get to know the community, you know, the arts that are there, um, the life that happens there on the streets. And is, is Wine on Nine next week? Wine on Nine is November 4th. November 4th. Tickets are available at downtownnewhaven.com. Hard to think we're that far. But that's a good lesson learned for any artist who's looking to market themselves to regular weekly, th- you know, regular kinds of events and activities. You know, mm-hmm. we do right now, we're in the depths of, Citywide Open Studios, which is this great annual occasion to go to a rector square or private studios. Mm-hmm. But you could, you know, artists could continue that trend and they could keep up that relationship between, you know, art lovers, artists, art curious people. Um, and so then what if you don't know anything about WOW? Again, a great name because it's capital W-O-W. Those with W's just keep popping mark. up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what does W-O-W stand for? Just what it says. Just just what you think it stands for. Wow. When we first started, we that would be the response that we'd get when we created something for someone. They'd always go, that would be the first word out of their mouths. They'd go, wow. So the idea of just calling the company Wow Creative Design Group, just it, it was a natural a natural thing. So Wow means what it what you think it means. That's awesome. And you do a whole bunch of different types of branding, marketing projects. We do. We do uh we do work with all types of businesses. We do we're doing a big project right now with the city of New Haven where we're rebranding the city's website. And we also do work Thank with goodness. In, Yes, I know. It's it's way overdue, right? It's it it can use a little bit of help. So we're hoping that we can get this thing launched around the beginning of the year, probably second week of January is our goal. We also do a lot of work with the United Way of Greater New Haven and quite a few restaurants in the Greater New Haven area. Music Haven is also a client. Lots of nonprofit work. That's great. Yeah. Well, then, well, then Lots here's of work some. That, uh, yeah, let's pick that your really tips matters. then. I mean, if you were an artist, um, musician, dancer, and you wanted to do better on your own marketing, I mean, we have artists of the workshop who are, you know, they have their own social media pages just right. for their teaching or just for their art sales or they are, you know, they're, they're doing a lot to try to get, um, you know, connect with customers, connect with people who like their work, um, get media attention, get written up in the newspaper. I mean, what are, what are like easy things you could do today? Current marketing ideas that would make sense. I think it's about connections, especially in the community that we live in. There are so many opportunities to get involved and to be seen, as you just mentioned a few minutes ago. And to, and to know that you can show up at an event such as online or any or open studios, et cetera, and just learn about who's around and, and what other people are doing and sort of learn from, you know, what's already been tried and, and true. I think uh, we would recommend connections more so than anything else, because I think if you are an artist, you pretty much know who you are. Mm-hmm. You, you know, artists are very, you know, insular to a degree and they, they understand themselves better than anyone else can. Right. So we can't tell an artist a whole lot about themselves. We might be able to link them or be able to show them how to shine a little bit brighter. So but, they have a but, solid uh, identity and, yeah. and a lot of your work might be helping, helping them develop just identity. discover mm-hmm. what's available and just ways that they can link or connect with, with possibilities. 
So if you're, and that makes sense, that's a good, that's a good one-off tip. So if you have, you know, you have your artist's identity, you have your body of work, but maybe developing deeper, more authentic relationships. How do you get it to the right people? How do you showcase it? How Mm. can you be seen? It's a really compelling challenge. That's much harder than like come up with a hashtag and use it a lot. Be seen, right? That's right. (laughs) Be seen and do that work. That's really interesting. Great. Well, before we go, and we'll reiterate all things way go but i like to ask this question because y'all are residents or part-time residents of new haven 13 generations oh bravo well then you'll have an easy way of answering this i mean it's always fun when we have artists on and you're all artists in some way to think about you know what things in new haven places tastes what what parts of new haven really inspire you or get you excited um you know lots of people there's so many cultural assets in new haven and it's usually harder just to pick one like what's the one or two those couple things that i go back to when um you're in the office and wind is driving you crazy and you need to just get some get some creative juices flowing so what what sparks your interest in in new haven well you know we're going to say Wago today, right? Yeah. You, 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 you can't. We can't leave here without saying Wago. That's what the marketing firm says. That's it's what Wago. the marketing firm. Of course, of course. Well, many people are, so that's actually not a bad answer. That's yeah. right, exactly. For me, I, I mean, knowing so much about the city and having you know moved in and around it and having family everywhere, it's it really is hard to sort of just pick one area. I find myself in every area for one reason or another, mm-hmm. enjoying something maybe different or just, you know, something that's specific to the culture of that neighborhood. So for it's real, that's a really tough one for me. I eat out a lot and I, I tend to move around a lot. So the whole thing, the whole thing is I'll narrow it down a little bit. Any um, really inspiring places, creative outlets. Well, um, you know, inspiring places downtown. I, I think Yale adds, uh, so much rich, uh, cultural, fabric to to new haven uh one of my favorite little places to go on lunch is the beinecke rare book library um mm, and to a nice uh, secret place it is a little secret place it's it's very quiet there's some very comfy couches in there uh, they're doing some renovation work uh so it's not quite as uh as beautiful on the outside but that courtyard well, it's open again it is open again. you can go now well i will go back <clears throat> but that that library is is just a fantastic place to sort of uh, reset yourself if you're having a bad day and start your day over. Um, and when I'm out on my bike, I I really love riding down State Street and cutting over to Orange and going up to the top of East Rock Park. That's uh, that's one of New Haven's jewels, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's for for inspiration and and also for a hell of a view. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a wonderful spot. And then uh, in the district, uh, the hustle and bustle of Chapel Street and uh, you know, that's, that's a wonderful place where I go to, to remind myself why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And Wago. And Wago. Absolutely. Any uh, creative inspirations, reasons you love New Haven? Well, one of the things that I did when I first moved here five years ago was look for an apartment in downtown so that I could walk to work. Oh, that's a lot's changed in five a, years. Uh, really has. It's always been a big uh, thing for me to not have to commute. And um, about two years later, after being here, I thought, well, my lease was up on my car. And I thought, do you really need a car living here? So went carless for about two years because of so many needs that are met right in the downtown. I mean, I live over in Ninth Square. I was a block away from 
Elm City Market, you know, two blocks away from the uh, Criterion Theater, you know, four blocks away from the Yale Museums, you know, two and a half blocks away from work so I can get there in eight minutes, you know, if I get the walk light. (laughs) Um, And then this whole wonderful array of food that's out there. And I love when my friends uh, from Pennsylvania come and visit because they just spend the whole time walking around looking at everything. And there's just, it's wonderful to be able to share my experience with them. Um, Of course, we have our favorite restaurants that we always like to go to and our favorite little bars to go and get a drink. Right. It's hard to plan enough room in your stomach sometimes when you're wandering through New Haven. And not only that, you know, it's great to be able to invite friends and to go to the Schubert Theater and have, you know, this wonderful Broadway traveling show, you know, to take them to. Yeah, Yeah, Chris, you make a great point. I think sometimes one of the most invigorating things is to to bring somebody to New Haven that hasn't been here before or hasn't been here in a long time and just listen to them talk about what they see. Because me having been downtown for 15 years, I I, I think I'm... uh, I now have a certain shade of colored glasses that I, I see certain things. I don't see certain things anymore. And, you know, a lot of outsiders are just so excited about this small city with huge offerings. And I think that is, uh, holds true for the arts community as, as well as the education, uh, industry and the, the medical industry and, and, you know, the cultural fabric of new Haven is, mm-hmm. is so deep and long, uh, in terms of history, it's just unbelievable how much has happened here. And still happening. And way go, right. way go we go. Way go onward. Away go we, we go. go, indeed. <laughs> I like that. That's another one, huh? Away go we go. Love it. <laughs> Can't you see like the right Wizard now. of Oz, you know, the, the, yeah, the mouse setting out go. on the... That's a good Wizard of Oz. On the yellow brick yeah. road. Away wow. go we go. You could build this time now to it's, wow creative, but... <laughs> <laughs> So it's really, it was really great to launch Wago today. And I just want to make sure, Chris, if you could remind everyone, not, not, we all now know what a Wago is, but where do you find a Wago is, I suppose, a great way to make sure people know. Thank you so much. Well, our website is com, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at WagoNHV. Nice. So that's pretty simple. And you could just follow the hashtag wherever you are. There Starting you are. right now, you'll start to see some Wago hashtag all Wago, over. Hashtag Wago for lunch. Excellent. Well, and that's and I think we'll take that to heart. I mean, I think Wago is super fun and light and exciting and interesting and, and sort of catchy. I don't see how you couldn't want to use the hashtag or say it. That's right. Watch out for Wago. So that's another one. Yeah, they just keep coming. Huh? <laughs> they do. <laughs> well, it has been such a joy to talk to Win and Chris from Town Green um, District, as well as Jackie, to meet you from Wow. Thank you, Wow Creative Design Group, and as always for Lucy for keeping us on the air. We'll be back um, in two weeks, and if you liked what you listen and you want to support Wago, um, one way you could do is by just sharing this conversation, and you could use hashtag. You know, way go on air, which is another one I just made up. Yeah. And um, and otherwise, we'll see you here soon. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>